Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Continental Tyres, AFL Trade Radio. This man was familiar with regular football, though, um, BJ. He was a rookie draft pick in 2011. He went on to craft a 225-game career at the Western Bulldogs in Geelong, highlighted, of course, by that 2016 flag at the Witten Oval. Luke Dowhouse is with us on Trade Radio. Good afternoon, Luke, and thanks for your time. No worries at all, fellas. How's retirement suited you? Uh, it must be an enormous shock to the system after a, a dozen seasons at the top level to, to hang him up. Um, how's the last few weeks been? Yeah, it's, it's all been a bit of a shock, as you probably understand. And um, Yeah, it's obviously a bit disappointing to um, stop playing the granny as well. It would have been a lovely way to go out, but that's life in the end. And um, Yeah, I definitely feel like there's been a bit of a weight lift off the shoulders. It was, uh, I, thought, I probably knew this was coming. Um, and yeah, I've just been away camping and stuff, and I've already started work. So uh, yeah, it's a bit of a shock to the system, but no, I'm enjoying it. Just before we get to the here and now, what went into the decision then? Because people will look at it and think, well, you know, you're 30 years of, of, of age. It's even young in today's day and age, young for footy standards even. What what went into the decision, Luke, and why did you make it? Uh, probably the thought of uh, playing BFL most, most of the year again, as much as I loved it. Mm. Um, yeah, rocking up to BFL on a Sunday at about 10 o'clock just sort of got a, just got a little bit over it at the end. So I just thought... Might be time to move on to uh, building, which I've started now, and I did all my certificate and stuff while playing, so I was just keen to sort of start that, and yeah, and to be honest, there weren't many offers rolling either, so the decision was probably made for me. Yeah. Uh, Luke, there's been a lot of talk over the last few weeks, and a lot of tall poppy syndrome from the public out of there about... uh, you know, how Geelong are getting all these players and how they're improving coming off the back end of a premiership. But from your point of view and leaving, obviously, the Bulldogs to go Geelong, what do they do so well? And what was attractive to you going to Geelong more than any other team? Yeah, obviously, the, the lure of going back home and being a little bit close to family, I know it's only an hour away, but just to um, go back home and um, just the way that the clubs run, it's, they do it so well. I mean, we spend... Some, some days it's only three to four hours at the club and they do give you a lot of time off and the trust is sort of putting the player to be doing the right thing and doing your own sort of recovery whereas maybe other clubs are, as you would know mate it can be a little bit old school and you've got you've got to be in the ice bath for a certain amount of periods and um, do all sorts of things outside the club where it's long sort of put the trust in the players and I think I think that's obviously due to having a bit of an older list but the leaders run it so well that it just influences the young bloke I mean you only have to look at Someone like Tyson Sandler would come in. He's just excelled. So, um, yeah, I think it's the way the leaders do it and the way the clubs run. And... I just want to ask you about this year, Luke. So round 21 you played. You played 10 games this year. You got yourself back in for, for round 21. What were your thoughts on featuring come finals time and, and obviously uh, hopefully grand final time? Did you think 
you could have retained your spot? And what was your level of optimism like to, to get back in on a more regular basis? Or did you always feel like the, the papers had been stamped? And was there communication in that regard from, from the club at any stage? Um, I think when you're when you're on the fringe, you sort of you, you do know. And mm. um, on, on the first finals, I was hopeful. I mean, you always are as a player, but um, well, I, I wasn't even one of the emergencies. So probably from that point on, I thought, look, I'm not going to give up. No way. I've got myself as fit as I could, and unfortunately, the opportunity didn't come. But um, I mean, you can't. I can't blame them. I mean, they did so well in the finals. So I don't know who you're going to take out possibly, but. Um, look, it's disappointing the way that sort of ended, but I had a great time there in the Bulldogs, and um, I just feel lucky I was playing for 12 years in the end. So, um, yeah, on to something new now. And did you still feel like, you know, when you reflect on your own career, that you still had it, so to speak? I mean, your style, you came in as a frenetic, ferocious tackler, you know, defensively without the ball, you were... You were an intense sort of all-action sort of a player. Did, did did you feel like you were still that sort of a player right up until the end and you had more to give? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I was pretty happy with my form in the VFL and obviously that's a different standard as well, but I played, played in, as an inside midfielder and that's what I did mostly at Bulldogs. And, um, yeah, I was, look, I was pretty happy with how I was going there, but in saying that, like, um, mm. you, you just don't know who you're gonna, who's, who's going to go out of the team for, <laughs> for myself. So... Um, yeah, look, I was optimistic towards the end, but um, you know, like I said, that's that's what I And just on, be pretty cutthroat, but yeah. And just on the team this uh, year, Luke, what what would you feel from a player's point of view that was the difference? Obviously, criticism last year came about your, your offense and your ball movement, but there was a clear, distinct change in your style, both offensively and defensively. So, what what changed from the player's point of view? A lot of it was just from the start. Um, it was it was the side of things. I mean, like sort of the last couple of years, a lot of that sideways sort of kicking. I don't think we were actually meaning to do it, but it's just we probably played so that uh, we could defend well. Whereas we sort of went um, out and we wanted to move forward, ball forward in in every situation, and I think that was the biggest change. I mean, it just it just looked better, especially being in the stands this year for most of it. Um, and yeah, I'm sure people saw that as well. But uh, I think just. All players jolted towards the end at the right time, or sorry, the last four of the 10 12 games they won. So, um, just got in that really good momentum. And, you know, it didn't even look like losing, I don't think, except for the first long. So, um, no, the boys did really well. Just before we let you go, as a retired player, I had a, a bit of a checklist to do things that I <laughs> wouldn't or wasn't able to do whilst I was playing. Have you got one of those lists, and what's on that list? <laughs> No, I haven't. I haven't really made a checklist. But the only thing I've made myself do is I joined a gym straight away because I've seen a few players blow out pretty quickly. So um, I'm actually going to the gym this Arvo. So I made sure I'm going to make sure I go to the gym at least three times a week because I don't want to. We'll, be we'll check back in with you and see how long this lasts, mate. Yeah, you can do the sin <laughs> yeah. And Luke, you'll always have the reunions, premiership reunions at the Dogs, of course. I imagine that's a day and a, and a final series. Such was an extraordinary nature that will live on with you forever. You know, you created history as a club in 2016. Yeah, I mean, that's obviously the highlight for me. I mean, you look back, I look back at that now, and I've had that week to sort of reflect on that. And um, Obviously, at the time, you know it's pretty special, but um, I definitely appreciate it more now. And, yeah, I'm still in touch with them boys pretty regularly. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a pretty nice reunion, I would have thought. 
And are there any different, you know, I mean, you won the premiership in 2016, you knew what it looked like, and then you watched as, as Geelong won the premiership this year. The coaches and the coaching staff, I mean, are there any parallels, any similarities, or there's just so many different ways to, to, to skin it that it, um, everyone does it differently? Yeah, look, it's, it's completely different. I mean, it's a completely different coach group, obviously, but yeah. Um, yeah, it just definitely felt different. And probably winning it probably made it that little bit harder, knowing how, mm. how good and I'm sure this is a question you'll get asked a, a lot in retirement, but where in, in the initial aftermath of hanging up the boots, Luke, where do you consider yourself? Do you consider yourself more of a bulldog or more of a cat? Uh, I don't know if you saw the old cartoon cat dog. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like it. I like it, mate. Well, uh, I'm glad you yeah. got away camping at a nice little circuit breaker there, and uh, good luck with um, we getting on the tools in the building. Beautiful. Thanks, Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Awesome.